Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Goddess Diaries with your host, Dom Champagne. Come explore what it means to be a modern woman who dares to remember her sacred self. Hello there. This is your host of the Goddess Diaries Radio, Dawn Champagne, and I want to welcome you back to the show. If you haven't done so already, I also invite you to download your three free goddess gifts when you sign up for my newsletter. You can think of this as your toolkit for unleashing your inner goddess self and daring to remember your sacred self. You can find it at www.thegoddessdiaries.org and I've also included a link here in the description page. So, tonight's episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio is um, all about exploring various archetypes in modern goddess culture. And I want to ask the question, do you resonate with the threefold goddess Or have you ever heard of the fourfold goddess? I think that we can connect to various archetypal energies at any time of our lives. We don't have to be a certain age or embody a specific trait or characteristic in order to activate an archetypal pattern in our lives. But For me personally, I'm 42 years old, I'm perimenopausal, I feel that I have a lot of vitality left in me, and I'm not really aligned to the crone archetype just yet personally, but I see it looming on the horizon. And so this experience has really gotten me to think about the oft-unspoken fourth archetype in uh, in in goddess culture which is the matriarch archetype or the queen archetype. And in this episode, I want to talk about how the threefold goddess is represented in our modern culture and why the fourfold goddess might be a better archetypal exploration for modern women. So that's what this episode is all about, and I'm super excited to be talking about it. I brought it up recently in a private online goddess circle that I belong to, and it spurred all kinds of conversation, which told me that this is something that women in goddess culture really want to know more about, or at least explore, or have the opportunity to talk about. So, In addition to what I just shared with you about my current journey, um, in a couple of episodes or a couple of episodes back, I mentioned the uh, Queen Maeve who was on, um, we went to Ireland in April and I was really kind of thrilled to discover goddess um, images throughout our trip. I saw, we went to Powers Court and I saw a statue of the goddess Diana, um, the goddess was everywhere over there and she was even on the money. <laughs> the old Irish banknotes have images of Queen Maeve, who is named after the sovereignty goddess Queen or the sovereignty goddess Maeve, who is the goddess of war, money, death, intoxication. And she's very powerful 
archetypal energy. And ever since we took our trip, I've been thinking a lot about the queen archetype and its place in a woman's life. And so it's really interesting that all of this is um, happening, you know, all at the same time. So as we examine um, the concept or the theory of this of, of this, you know, this topic per se, um, I really want to look closely at the concepts of the threefold goddess versus the fourfold goddess. And I want to kind of share a critique of each as it pertains to modern women's life. And, you know, um, I did say that I was perimenopausal. I do want to, <laughs> I do want to have a disclaimer here. I know that I said that, but um, <laughs> I have to confess that I do subscribe to the Susan Weed school of thought that menopause is not a point in time per se. It is not a singular event. You don't just wake up one day and no longer have your period. Um, I guess if you are unaware or asleep in your own lifetime, that is probably what it feels like um, or probably what the experience is for you. But no, seriously, um, menopause is a series of events. It's It happens over a period of time. It's an ongoing process of recreation. And it's literally your whole body is like recreating itself at the cellular level. Everything is changing from the inside out. And so for me to say perimenopausal implies that, you know, I'm asleep at the wheel just waiting for that one event to happen. <laughs> That's in truth, I know that I'm literally in the throes of this long series of events that will lead me to my cronehood. But as I mentioned, I'm not necessarily ready to access that particular archetypal energy just yet. Um, I have tapped into it before in my life and I have had to, uh, you know, invoke wisdom of sorts, the crone wisdom. And, and we do it, actually, we do it every month when we um, have our periods. When we, when, we, when we do bleed, we are tapping into that crone aspect of letting go of receding, of releasing. Um, but this is a little bit different. What I'm talking about is uh, the whole menopausal thing. You know, when women reach that point in their life uh, when they hold their wisdom within or when they hold their blood within, you know, that ancient ancient societies viewed that as a as a time of women having embodied wisdom that comes from within they hold it within and that's why they're so wise and people seek them out etc cetera, etc cetera. um but i'm also i feel like at 42 years of age i not only am i do i have a lot of vitality left in me i i still feel like i still have a lot of lessons to learn as well you know so i'm not really aligned with that crone aspect just yet however having said that I do feel like I have mastered a lot of things in my life and I don't necessarily embody that um, maiden archetypal energy either, you know. Uh, Well, maybe I do at some points, but anyway, the whole point that I'm trying to make here is that this idea of the triple goddess, the threefold goddess is 
I think, an outdated way of thinking about what it means to tap into goddess energy for the modern woman. And just so that uh, we have a point of reference here, um, let me explain. The threefold goddess, for those of you who don't know, the threefold goddess is a Wiccan construct that associates the goddess to the three main phases of the moon. For instance, during the moon's waxing phase, uh, we, we have the maiden goddess. In its full phase, we have the mother goddess. And in the waning phase, we have the crone. And so in most goddess circles or goddess culture, you'll hear talk of this. And uh, not only that, but a lot of pagans and earth-based spiritual Practitioners will also refer to the goddess in this manner, maiden, mother, crone, waxing, waning, or liminal. And to me, though, lately, this really feels like a very high-level, you know, overview kind of scope of the intricacies of not only the goddess, but also of the moon and also of a woman's life. And, and her path in life as well. And so anyway, I, wanna, I do want to explore that a little bit more. Um, I think that when we, when we talk about the triple goddess, you know, there's a lot of history um, behind it. You know, the, the, it, it's said that Robert Graves actually invented this concept uh, for the book The White Goddess, but ancient times, there is mention of the triple goddess, and, you know, uh, in in various incarnations uh, throughout history. And yet, Robert Graves is a more modern uh, author, I guess. He wrote the book in, I believe, it was published in the 1940s, and he mentions um, an aspect of the triple goddess, which was actually the nymph. The maiden, the nymph, and the mother. And so we have our first modern take on what it is to um, talk about the, the triple goddess there. So then what happens, a kind of interesting intersection and merging of um, poetry and liter literature and ancient texts, we come up with this concept of the maiden, the mother, and the crone. And it's it's really good overview for the path of a woman's life, I believe, because it, it describes, you know, um, the journey that a woman takes from birth to death. But I'm also finding at this stage in my life, though, that there seems to be a lot of holes in the it, as we're looking at it as an archetypal pattern, there seems to be a lot of holes in this concept. For instance, as I mentioned, here I am sitting here, 42 years old, and um, there seems to be no middle ground between the mother and the crone. Now, just because I am at this stage of my life does not mean I, I am a mother, but it doesn't mean that I don't, I no longer you know, just because I, I enter menopause does not mean that I'm no longer a mother. That's not what it means at all. But it's it's all about those archetypal patterns that we choose to embody. And 
while I am physically a mother, um, I have two somewhat high needs children left in the home. I have a stepson left in the home. I am a mother, yes. Uh, but I'm I'm moving into this new phase of life where um, it's not the only thing that occupies my time. My children are older. My youngest is 10 years old, and she's able to take care of herself in a lot of ways um, where I don't have to constantly watch the clock around her or be, be with her around the clock. And I have all of this free time. I'm able to do other things as as far as, you know, my creative pursuits and whatnot. And this has really um, lent itself to my thought process recently in regards to there is something in between the mother and the crone that is not being addressed. And so when I brought it up on this private forum recently and asked the question, do you resonate more with the threefold or the fourfold? It was really interesting to me that a lot of women who responded to the question um, that they felt in resonance with the fourfold, it was interesting that they are about the same age as I am. And so it really made me think that this is not something that's just a, you know, a me, me, me kind of thing. This is something that is, um, it resonates with a lot of of women out there. And so I ask you, what do you resonate more strongly with? Do you think in terms of the threefold goddess or do you find that there might be something that is missing that is not actually describing your experience and something that you might want to explore a little bit more deeply in the fourfold goddess herself? I wonder. I, I would like to know if you could um, send me a response either via email or leave a comment here. It'd be interesting. I just want to know. Um, I think that a lot of women are hungry for this conversation, and I think the more that we can talk about it, better off we will be in terms of exploring all of these different attributes and intricacies of femininity and the sacred feminine. And I have a little story to share in regards to this concept as well. Um, So two years ago, in 2013, I created my first ever e-course called, at the time it was called The Goddess Diaries because The Goddess Diaries wasn't a business. The Goddess Diaries was an e-course and it was a program that I had created out of college um, to serve women. And... The e-course itself was um, all about goddess archetypes and it was designed to help women understand the archetypes of the moon and how they can um, draw on that experience to help them um, in life, basically. And so what it was... Uh, I, I instead of using the threefold goddess concept in this e-course, I used the fourfold goddess concept, and that is um, the maiden moon was the new was the new and the waning. Excuse me, sorry. Ah, the maiden moon was the new waxing phase, so new moon to full moon. The mother moon was the full moon, 
and then the crone was the waning, just like in the, the regular triple goddess format. But I added the quarter moons to the mix. And at each quarter moon, at the first quarter moon, we had the maiden enchantress. And at the third quarter, we had the crone enchantress. It was the mother and mother crone enchantress. And this concept was really the first time that I started to flesh it out. And um, it was interesting to me because the participants in this e-course, it was a hybrid course, so I had some live and some online, and they really seemed to resonate with this as well. Um, And we talked about how the triple goddess was um, really common, but how the overlooked aspects of those enchantress archetypes really filled in the holes for modern women. The first quarter moon in lunar astrology, the the quarter moons are all about our struggles and they represent, um, they're a metaphor for what struggles we might encounter in our lives. So when we have um, the four goddess model and we're talking about the maiden at the new moon the maiden enchantress at the first quarter this is a time of a woman's life when she is full of creativity but she might come up against roadblocks or creative blocks or or whatever the struggle happens to be in her experience Um, one can tap into this archetypal energy to understand the different patterns that might play out during this experience and she can use this energy or this um, metaphor as a way to navigate those choppy waters in her own life so that she can then continue to grow and fully ripen into that mother archetype and birth whatever it is that she is trying to create in her experience and then On the flip side of that, as we journey around these lunar cycles and we go from the full moon back and wane back into the dark moon, um, that third quarter moon archetype represents the struggle that a woman might have in letting go. And this particular archetype is the enchantress of the dark moon. And when I say dark, it doesn't mean bad or evil. I think everybody who's listening might already um, know this. But but what it is, it's about that introspective time when you go within and, um, you know, release whatever it is within you that you find is holding you back from relaxing into your experience and just being in your experience. And I find also that this third quarter moon archetype, this third quarter moon enchantress is a great archetype for a woman to tap into when she might be experiencing those inner struggles in her life and help her to understand what those, um, patterns might be that activate at this time in her life. And just to kind of give a a more clear example of that, I'm just going to use myself as an example to describe this particular archetype. As I already mentioned, here I am 
42 years old in the throes of menopause and I'm having I'm struggling to let go of that young archetype energy, that young archetypal energy. I wonder if by exploring this particular fourfold goddess pattern if it could help me to release that idea and to gracefully ease into the process of becoming a crone. And I think that's really what it's all about, and that's really what it all comes down to. We access, as women, we use these archetypal patterns to transition through the various phases of our lives with grace and ease so that we don't have to be all crazy pants through life um, writing the, the highs and the lows of life. You know, we can, we can use these um, energies and understand them and, and explore them and research them and, and all that fun stuff to, to really apply them, practical application in our own lives so that we don't have to suffer through the process. And so anyway, in my own exploration of these concepts, there's a couple of books that have really been helpful to me. And the first one I'm going to start out with is um, Susan Weed's book, believe it or not. Susan Weed's book, The Menopausal Years. That book has given me such great comfort, first of all, really empowering tips on living life to its fullest during this time of transition. Um, but reading the book itself, it's really it's really given me a big, huge sense of comfort knowing that all of this is normal. These hot flashes are normal. These these mood swings are normal, um, and that I can I can navigate this time of life with grace and ease. So, I highly recommend that book to anyone who may um, be experiencing this transition as well. But the other book that I really enjoy reading and have been enjoying reading over the last couple of weeks is um, The Woman's Wheel of Life by Elizabeth Davis and Carol Leonard. And they've taken, they actually expound on the archetypal patterns of a woman's journey more deeply and um, give it 13 different archetypal patterns, which again, seems even more fluid if if you want to really get into the nitty-gritty of it. Um, but they do come back and they talk about, in the, in the beginning of this book, they talk about uh, the four-fold goddess. And I really, really appreciate the information that they give. Um, they interviewed a lot of women throughout all phases of their lives, uh, not a lot of women at different stages of, you know, different ages and whatnot, and use their testimony to write this book. And 13 very powerful archetypes to describe the whole life cycle of a woman. And I really, really enjoy this book. I'm going to be doing a, a book review on that one, and I'll have it on my blog in a couple of weeks, but um, in in the month of June, but I highly recommend it. If you can get a copy of it, you won't regret it. <laughs> my my friend Joanna um, sent me a copy of this book for my birthday, and I've just really enjoyed reading it. So, 
Anyway, the other book that I find very interesting, she makes a few mentions of the queen and the matriarch in her book is um, Z Budapest, the Holy Book of Women's Mysteries. And she also talks about it in uh, the Grandmother Time. In, in Grandmother Time, we talk about um, various um, holy days and such. But anyway, there was a this one. What really stood out to me in this particular book, when I turned 40, um, I read the queening ritual in this book. And she talks about queen archetype as a woman who has mastery over her life. I know that some people think of a queen as someone who's entitled or someone who has, or rather has a sense of entitlement and maybe, you know, doesn't really have great relationships with others, but I like the way that Z Budapest describes the queen in this particular section of the book because she um, uses it as an empowerment, a tool for empowerment. And it really uh, snapped me into a new way of thinking about the queen archetype. Um, so I really appreciated that and I really enjoyed it. And the queen ritual is super powerful, by the way, the queening ritual. Um, so if you can get your hands on a copy of this book, Z Budapest, Holy Book of Women's Mysteries, I think you will find that one exciting as well. Very interesting. And of course, there's a lot of other books that talk about the different archetypal patterns of women throughout their stages of their lives. But these are the ones that I would recommend first and foremost. And hopefully, if you are also navigating these times of transition in your own life, and you want to go deeper into the thought process of the fourfold goddess, um, and kind of flesh out that concept a little bit more hopefully these books will help you in that journey and of course like i said earlier if you have um a leaning either way if you resonate more strongly with the threefold or the fourfold i would love to hear about it i would love to hear what you have to say i would love to hear about your ideas on the topic um one really interesting thing that someone mentioned on Facebook when I posed the question on the Facebook page, um, I want to bring it up here because it was super cool the way she described it. Um, she said that basically that the queen was implied in each of the three um, trifold um, archetypes. And I'm trying to find it here. She says, oh, here it is. Janice Harrington says it. Uh, she wrote, I personally believe that each of the three goddess, goddesses, as seen as stages in a woman's life, maiden, mother, and crone, all inherently contain the archetypal energy of the queen. In fact, I think the maiden could be seen as a queen of self-awareness, the mother as queen of others' awareness, and the crone as queen of oneness awareness. And then she goes on to say, as Sesame Street taught me long ago, one of these things just doesn't belong. Crony opinion, of course, she says. And I love that because um, 
you know, we can we can mix and match these different archetypal energies in a lot of different ways and associate them with, you know, a vast number of um, give them a vast number of different associations. And that's what it's all about, really, is how does it work for you? How do these play out in your experience? And what can you tell us from experience um, what wisdom do each of these archetypal patterns have and what can you share from your own experience in that regard? So I hope that you can explore these for your own self and enjoy the experience. And if you do, please send me an email. Let me know how it works out for you and um, any wisdom that you might be able to share with anyone else. So I guess that's it. This wraps up another episode of the Goddess Diaries Radio. And don't forget to claim your free gifts when you sign up for the newsletter back at the blog, www.thegoddessdiaries.org. And while you're there, don't forget to rate the show because rating the show lets others know, um, hey, there's some goddess stories out here that you need to listen to. <laughs> it lets others know, um, helps others find the podcast, and it also helps fill the world with more goddess stories. So until next time, I love you beyond the moon and back. Talk to you later. Bye.